This is Beyond the News with host Dr. Larry Ward, produced and edited by the Lotus Institute. Welcome to episode 10 of Beyond the News, The Treasures of Self-Knowledge. We began this journey nine episodes ago, and here we are now. I hope you understand we have been on a journey of discovery. At least that's been my intention. Discovery of what? Discovery of ourselves, which has been understood throughout history as our best human asset. As we engage with life, the more we can understand about ourselves, the more skillful we can be in achieving our dreams and hopes for ourselves and for our societies. All of these episodes are about developing new habits of listening, listening to our bodies, listening to our minds while we listen to the world as it's communicated to us by our media systems that are many and diverse and varied. We most often turn to the news when we want to hear the opinions of others to check and see if it jives with our opinion, whether we are going along with the mind of the majority or the mind of the minority as we perceive both of those most of the time incorrectly. But beyond the news is an invitation to listen to yourself Listen to your body. Listen to your mind. Notice the tendencies toward reactivity or quick agreement or quick disagreement with what you hear and focus instead on how your body is responding, how your sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems are responding to what you see, what you read, what you hear that we may call the news. Notice how you are activated by the news, activated towards the fight flight syndrome, activated toward a different state of neutrality and deep looking and wonder and questioning, or even sometimes Uh, discovering in yourself a new sense of willingness to be socially engaged. To know this about yourself is a valuable thing in life. It is a chance to not just listen to the voices of others, but to learn to listen to your own voice, beginning with the voice of your body, and then not separately, but of course, now focusing on the voices of your mind in terms of your thoughts, your ideas, your language, your emotional tones, which bridge the body and mind as you hear and see what we call the news. I want to spend a few moments doing a quick summary of the 10 episodes up till now. And all of these pieces to me are the treasures I'm trying to describe and I have tried to offer. The first one that I mentioned, learning to listen to the body. 
That's learning to track your nervous system's response to what you hear, to what you see, to what you read, to be in tune with your body as a living organism encountering and living in this world. And one of the key ways of listening to your body is learning to listen to your breath. That was our second episode because whatever is happening to your breath can reveal to you things that are happening in your whole body system and in your whole mind system. Our breath changes based on what we encounter, what we experience, how we perceive it and how we feel it as a vibration moving through our body. In our third episodes, we spent just a little time talking about feeling tones. Traditional language from Buddhism, feeling tones are sensations we have uh, before we think about them. These tones are things that we are attracted to. That's one tone. The other tone is things that we are would rather not be with, would rather get away from, aversion tones. And the third tone is neutrality, which is important to notice in yourself when you think I'm being neutral, make sure you're not simply being indifferent. Episode four, we looked at what are the social implications of these feeling tones? Why does this matter in our social existence with one another? It matters because the tone of desire, the tone of greed can turn into rampant consumerism that is blind to the consequences of its own efforts. Desiring pleasure and fame can blind us to what is most important in our individual lives and in our collective lives. The tone of aversion can manifest itself in socialized hate, institutionalized hate, in systems like apartheid, in systems like Jim Crow, and all other forms of systems of discrimination like that. And finally, the third tone of neutrality, which is a beautiful tone, if it can be embodied in depth and not in indifference. This tone overcomes our illusion of being separate from one another. It can reach this level of our own body-mind awareness and can help us overcome the modern tendency towards superficiality. This ignorance of neutrality robs us from the significance and the enchantment and compassion we are wired for in life. The fifth episode was on the power of our perceptions, how we see the world, the assumptions we make about it. But this requires the practice of understanding how we've been conditioned, how we have been taught. And every day in science and in medicine, there are dramatic new discoveries elevating and stepping beyond what we have been taught and the assumptions that we have made 
And so this is so, so important. Without this capacity, fully developed, we turn into elevated narcissists, only capable of being self-centered, even when others are near, but especially when others are far. Episode six was on attachment to views, how easy it is to get caught in habits of um, how we think about things, how we conclude what has value, what is important, where to direct our energy. And our energy follows our views. This is why it's very important to understand your views, whether your views are wholesome views or unwholesome views, which we all experience both all the time. That's the point, to recognize the view when it rises in your mind and decide and choose whether it's worth your energy to bring it into your life. Episode seven was on thought patterns. Now we've all been introduced to the idea of I think, therefore I am, Descartes. And uh, Thich Nhat Hanh used to say, I think, therefore I am not. <laughs> what, what does that possibly mean? Uh, it doesn't mean what we think it means. It simply means in our daily activities of life, when our mind is on another thought, which it always has a tendency to be, we are not fully present to other things other than that thought. So we have a tendency to, to assume our thoughts have ultimate value <laughs> and not understand that they are processes of the mind. They are living processes. Our thinking flows like a river. And to mastery oneself's potential is to understand how we think. A long time ago, somebody wrote a book called uh, Think and Grow Rich. It was a very popular book. <laughs> and a lot of people learned how to do that. But you know, you could change the, that's fine. But you could also add to that, think and be well. Think and be just. Think and be in harmony. We can shape our thoughts. That is what it makes us profoundly human. Um, we don't just have to live out of our conditioning. Episode eight was on the imprints of potential. Understanding that we're all imprinted with potential. Potentials from our families, our childhood experiences, potential from our societies that we have lived and grown up in and live in now, potential from uh, the ancestry we have and potential from the ancestry we have that we don't know we have. We have within us the potentials of all humanity. It's what I'm trying to say. Self-knowledge is understanding what potentials are rising to the surface of your life what potentials need to stay up, be elevated, be held with respect and regard, 
what potentials may be rising up in me or in us that are unhealthy in the sense that they do not contribute to wellness, your own or to the wellness of others, to your own justice or to the justice of others. These imprints are to be respected so that you can decide, I can decide which imprint to develop and to nourish so that it can grow into a mighty force in the world. A mighty force that is wholesome. We already know how to, to uh, expand the imprints we have within us that are not so wholesome. Imprints that lead to violence, violence to ourselves, violence to one another, violence to the earth. I suggest the book, I think it's called Cobalt Red. It's about the Congo and the mining of cobalt that's in all of our phones, mined by children. It's institutionalized slavery at the highest, highest levels. When we think of something like this, when I think of something like this going on in the world today, I fall into episode nine. How do I think of this in a way that still maintains my sense of freedom, of possibility, of hope and trust in the world? And so I have to explore how I am limiting my capacity to see fully what's happening here, to see fully my own participation in the contradictions in the world that I would like to see changed. And so how I change can be very small, but if a million of us do it, if two millions of us do it, if three millions make small changes, we can make a huge difference. So do not let yourself be confined by your thoughts. The glass ceiling is popular language in, in, uh, in society. And each of us has inside of us also a glass ceiling. And so episode nine is about the freedom that can, you can experience when the, the fear of breaking through is no longer dominant in your life. I've been watching the track and field competitions around the world the last few days and Record after record after record after record is being surpassed. And I know that inside of each of those uh, individuals, there was a breakthrough in their upper limits. They went to the next level of their own capacity. So self-knowledge is not just about what's happening to you. Self-knowledge is about what you can do with yourself. What, how you can shape your own capacities and direct them in history with purpose and dignity and respect. This series is inviting all of us to shift from unconscious reactivity to the news to a life of responding to the news. 
also a life from being confused by the thicket of views in the news to a new kind of clarity of what really matters. Um, I'm amazed at how much our news is superficial in the sense that it is contextless. It does not explore the background. It is not an exposition of what happened and why it happened and uh, what are some possible responses instead of just tragedy after tragedy after tragedy being imposed on our perceptions of the world. It is also to help us shift from viewing the news as if we are empty vessels without our own thoughts, <laughs> without our own minds, without our own hopes, without our own dreams, without our own pain, without our own suffering, to authenticity is what the goal of self-knowledge is. So that we, we are free, not just free from fear, but free to embody our full capacity our full promise that we have as a unique life in this world. This episode was made possible by the generous support from the Himera Foundation and the Frederick P. Lenz Foundation. If you would like to support this podcast and other programs at the Lotus Institute, please visit our website at www.thelotusinstitute.org slash donate. Thanks for listening.